you said in your talk that we have to offer the results to Krishna and we should be in that humble state of mind. Could it not be another feature of Maya, that humility, that we are giving something to Krishna? Maya will attack us on all platforms, gross and subtle. But we can judge its thing by its result. If by offering something to Krishna, if we become excessively proud, think ourselves better than others, and offend others, then we really haven't offered much at all to Krishna, because we haven't really made the offering in his service. That means we've made the offering more or less in our own service. If you're proud of the results, and you become egoistic and offensive to others because of what you have done, that means have you really done it for Krishna? To some extent, yes. But a majority of your consciousness was really doing it for yourself. So we should understand the distinction between real service. And we may not be on that platform. That's what we should want. That's what we should desire. That's what we should pray for. And that's what our intelligence should continuously monitor and check our mind to be striving for. It was explained already that real surrender is surrendering that false ego. But somehow or other, because a person is engaged in devotional service, eventually the ego will be purified by that. Just the fact that they're in connection to Krishna. Even if we really, really want to be glorified for the results of our devotional service to Krishna, it's still connecting our consciousness to Krishna. And eventually we'll become purified, even through that process. But the purification may be very hard. Krishna is going to respond by somehow or other smashing that ego to pieces. And it may be very painful. And we have seen devotees who do tremendous amounts of service and become tremendously empowered and then become falsely proud and then offend others. You don't offend others unless you think you're better than them. And you're envious of them. Otherwise, you don't make offenses. If you're humble, you don't make aparads. So those people made serious aparads. And then Krishna, because they were doing devotional service, he has to purify you. So he smashes them. It takes everything away. cripples their consciousness. And then everybody that was glorifying them is hating them and condemning them. It's part of the process for some people. If that's what you want to go through, then that's what Krishna may put you through. But if you just use your good intelligence and really try to be humble and take shelter, then if you start doing nice things and you start becoming very empowered, you just offer all respect to others, expect none in return, and give credit to Krishna. And think like Bhaktivinoda, Dear Lord, I'm a demon. But you have delivered so many demons, that is my hope. That is Thakur Bhaktivinoda. Millions of people are following him. He was the empowered one to discover Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's birthplace after hundreds of years of being lost. Such a scholar, the greatest scholars of Calcutta and Bengal and India were coming to learn from him. The most renounced Babaji's 
were coming to hear Bhagavatam from him. He was writing books in English, in Bengali, in Sanskrit. Such beautiful songs, prolific. How he was being empowered at every moment. He has a son that's a pure Paramhamsa Vaishnava. But yet he's praying like this, from the core of his heart, I am an Asura, I'm a demon. Oh Gopinath, I'm such a demon. I'm full of lust, I'm full of pride. But the fact that you have delivered so many demons, that is my hope, that I may also be delivered. Hare Krishna. If you think like that, you'll simply go back to Godhead. But if you become proud of the accomplishments that Krishna has done through you, you're still making spiritual advancement. But part of that advancement is, Krishna may have to shatter that pride to pieces at a certain point. And it may take a few more births for you to come to that conclusion. So as we're getting purified, we should conduct our life and conduct our way of thinking according to the words of Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. Then we will always be protected. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on thesacredconnect.com.